Hey there, potties. My name's Nick Pringle, and it is my rare pleasure to reintroduce my co-presenter and boss. You know her, you love her. She's currently on the inside looking out and at the tailor for a special kind of jacket. Weighing in at four types of crazy and with a reach of just over the horizon, it's straight out of bedlam. It's Lunacy. Hello, Dales. Lovely to see you. Now, for the listener, I've already done a very, very rude introduction, which I hope Luna um, passes as as ethically sound. But I'm looking at her in what can only be described as kind of luxurious pentridge. Luna, how are you? Where are you? And what are you doing? I'm good. I'm in a wellness centre. No, it's not a wellness centre. It's a hospital. Mm. Uh, And I am getting better. I've been here a week. A week is either a short time or a long time. Um, For you, how does it feel? Uh, It's mostly gone quick because the days are busy. So let's talk about the days because obviously to our potty, we're going to reveal some logistics around going mad. And one of the things that really stood out to me was that you've got quite a regimented day. It's almost like you're in the army now. You're playing Reveille. You're the boogie-woogie bugle boy of Company B. Yeah, it's very tightly scheduled, actually. Uh, So are you. Well, (laughs) I don't don't know what you're inferring, but... Sure, it's not good. No, it's um, it's you were voluntary. You weren't scheduled. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. I uh, I see. Uh, I get it. I just yeah, that totally went over my head. Uh, yes, I have walked into this place voluntarily, mm. uh, and they're obligated for health insurance reasons to provide six hours of therapy or activities a day. Wow. Yes. I can tell you as a, an ex-professional man, I never did six hours of anything, even when I was at my best paid. I I probably put in a half-decent sort of morning and then the rest of the afternoon was pretty much spent, you know, not earning my keep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I definitely used to have afternoon tasks. They were the things that didn't really require much brain. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so six hours, but then sometimes that's included uh, colouring or singing. Mm. Mm. That actually sounds really useful to me and I'm not being sarky. So how, how does the day go when you're inside, when, you, when you're in there, you know, with the other patients screaming, clamouring at the walls, tearing out their own fingernails, threatening you with, you know, genocide or being the saviour? And you are sitting there going, oh, plotting my revenge. Uh, <laughs> it's just so not like that. It's actually really calm because it's a private facility. I, I'm very fortunate to be here and it's brand new. So uh, everything is, the, yeah, there's only a small group of people here because they're essentially pilot testing. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Everything's but- brand new. And I can tell it's brand new because behind you, none of those walls are covered in human fecal matter. Oh, and and they're like the cross above the door. What? 
Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Every every door in this place, every room has assigned kind of uh, a female because it's a female only place. Mm. Um, every w- room has a woman's face attached to it, and I am actually in the room of the patron saint of the facility. Well, that's who's on my door. Right. I'm not going to ask that uh, for because, you know, I don't want you to be mobbed by the paparazzi as you leave. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But um, what what does your patron saint claim to help? Oh, I haven't actually read about her. So uh, okay. I, I, haven't, I haven't read the plaque on my door. And then the fun thing is that across from me is Kylie Minogue and Nicole Kidman rooms. Cool. Oh, cool. Sorry, I thought you were saying someone who was... <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. The rooms, the, the plaques <laughs> on the doors of the two rooms across from me are Kylie Minogue and Nicole Kidman. That would be funny if it was uh, Kylie Minogue, though, wouldn't it? Because, you know, when she says, I can't get you out of my head, they... <laughs> um, so across from you, there's a cross above you, uh, there's a cross uh, behind you, and then you've got <laughs> Kylie and Nicole. Wow, what an interesting place to get better in <laughs> yes it, it, it is oh yeah i am getting better so yeah. before we before we go into how you got there you're pilot testing a brand new facility for people who are not having the best of times so knowing you like i do are you putting the staff through any particular troubles there luna i would reckon i'm the stress tester right mm. <laughs> because yeah, I get up early, and, and you um, stay up. And you stay up late. No, I don't. <laughs> and you're using a machete to cut through red tape. <laughs> uh, and so they've put out a notepad for feedback and suggestions, and I'm just filling that up. I'm timing and dating the comments I make because, like, the banana situation has been bad. <laughs> There's been no bananas for two days, <laughs> hasn't it? <laughs> I mean, I have always said that since since Cuba, you know, uh, lost Castro. I reckon the banana situation has been bad. No, so no, that's weird. Uh, so, so you're saying that you want fresh fruit? That would be ideal for you know someone in your situation, healthy body, healthy mind, all of that. But you can't, you you can't get your lips around a banana. But most of the food is five star, yummy restaurant quality food there's just not a lot of bananas in these last two days <laughs> sorry i'm only laughing because one of my favorite one of my favorite children's cartoons has the wise old elf just saying i'm a banana and it's always I mean, that's a complete aside anyway all right so uh, that is yeah yeah i'm trying to remember the cartoon but the other song do you know the two ben- banana kind of day no, but it's Ben and oh. Holly's. It's yeah, 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 yeah. And Two Banana Kind of Day was an ABC Kids thing. There's a whole lot of songs that they do. They're f- singing fruit or veggies. So you're getting your other veggies, and I'm not talking about B1 and B2 in their pajamas. <laughs> Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Luna? <laughs> yes, other, yes. Otherwise, food is. 
quite excellent, actually. Right. And what else? What else are you going to get up the staff about? They're appalling, you know, uh, attendance to the Wi-Fi situation, or no? Actually, there's toilet issues here. One person has their sink fill up when they flush their toilet. Ooh. I, I've rented places like that, but I feel it's more sort of voluntary in those cases. Yeah. I remember the girl upstairs was an inveterate drinker and also loved um, uh, big meals. And whenever the driveway collapsed in this block of flats, uh, my shower would fill with her last night's exploits from upstairs. No. And, I, and I always knew what kind of mood she was in. Yeah, so I do, I do know that feeling, but uh, they've got a big blockage in the system and they've got to tell um, their customers to stop um, flushing their tissues. Yes, and, and a plumber has arrived today and I was looking for daylight, so I actually was looking at the door where he opened a manhole and I know that I was the manhole. I, I thought this was a women's only facility. <laughs> uh Yes, he's a he's a fixer person, and there are male nurses. Mm, mm. All right, so it's not a woman's hole. Um, <laughs> Go on. Sorry, sorry yeah, to. Yeah. yeah, that's just we, we can't. I don't know what are they called these days. They must have a political vaginas. Vaginas. What's the matter? No. <laughs> Yeah, I love those videos of London where they show you the fatbergs oh. they've found. Oh, are you a sicko for a giant ball <laughs> of fat being blown down a 15th century corridor? It is weirdly satisfying. And at the same time, gut churning. Yes. And this is an old building that they've refurbished. Mm. I don't know how much they refurbished the plumbing but I guess they're going to find out soon. So we've dallied enough with the plumbing. Come on. So how's your day? So you get yeah. up in the morning, you harass mm. some poor unsuspecting male who's not allowed to say anything about not enough bananas and then poke him uh, joshingly as you go past shaving your eyebrows. I'm not before everyone else, right? So I'm at five. I get to have a moment with the night staff who by then have achieved you know, a state of that state you achieve when you're on an international flight and it's about 4 a.m. in your local time, you're trying to wander through an airport where you have six hours to burn. So they kind of laugh a lot. They're not really awake. Okay, so then, yeah, I go and get my Apple Watch from them because I'm not allowed to have the charger for my Apple Watch because the cord is too long. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, but it's understandable. So I had to give up all medications, all vitamins, all cords, everything sharp. That's heavy. Well, yeah. They let me keep a pen. See, I reckon if you were committed, you could with a pen. Yeah. And I got to keep my toothbrush. And I also got to keep a nail file that's soft cardboard. But, yeah, if I was determined, I could do something with that toothbrush. But as I said, it's really not necessary in here. It's a very nice and peaceful place. All right. I, I wasn't actually thinking about other people. I was thinking about you. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's it. The mirror in the bathroom is not glass. It's metal. 
Yeah, uh, the chair, for one of a better words, that I have is actually a foam block that for someone like me who's having balance problems is not <laughs> the best chair at all. <laughs> Incidental comedy. Oh, uh, the physical comedy of putting a Parkinsonian person on a on an unstable lump from Clark Rubber. Uh, <laughs> anyway. And then, the, yeah, you can see I've got no cupboard doors, not many shelves. There's very few sharp edges in here at all. Mm, I, I've got to say it is very reminiscent for what I can see and for potty uh, person. It's got that feel of squaddies, army recruits. It's really got a very military feel to it because I guess you can open your door, but everything has to be inspectable at a moment's notice. Well, they haven't actually done that, but I they have the no. right to. Yeah, they have the right to, but they're frightened of you because you're the girl who's already filled a suggestion pad. No, I, I'm open to that. Like, I had to let them go through my luggage. You know, I couldn't even bring the holder for my glasses that I wear around my neck, like my necklace, because right. that was a string. Mm. The concern there, sorry to be blunt, the concern is that you can then, if you're suicidal, you are then able to do away with yourself. That's correct. So everything that's been taken away or is not here is for self-harm. That's yeah. why I have rubber instead of a chair. Do something with cotton buds, right? Like, like a Q-tip. Yeah, I've got a whole, I've got a dozen of those. I, I can imagine, I can imagine the memorial cleaned her ears until her brains fell out. I don't know if it's poor taste to joke about these things. They're trying to do all the right things and they let me have the pen because the facility is not full and because I was deemed to be low risk for having a writing implement i think yeah cool so the day starts with getting up in my room because the gym's not open and you can't go to the gym with the night staff because there's only two of them and they both have to be at the desk there is a gym here though so that's that's a good thing but do some yoga in my room eat last night's dinner which i didn't eat because these days I seem to start malfunctioning about 5 p.m. and need to be asleep about 7, which is why I'm here, really. I used to get up at 5 and go to bed about 9, which was a more normal amount of living time. Now, I don't, I don't have a normal day. Mm. Yeah. So I, I first breakfast is dinner from last night. Then I've been going away to do some more exercise or correspondence with friends and family including it's my um, child's my youngest child's birthday today <gasps> uh, so I FaceTime to watch the unboxing mm. and what did they unbox well think many things that I bought and my husband wrapped <laughs> so some of it wasn't really a surprise for me but some of it was my child was very happy, sent me some follow-up videos that I haven't had a chance to watch yet of using the items. Mm. Excitement. Yeah. But also very, very sad. I'm sorry you couldn't be there um, for that. Yeah, and it's a lockdown birthday as well, hopefully. Yeah. yeah, they suck. There's no other way to say it. We've driven past mates' houses and chucked presents at them we've done this zoomies and 
online dance parties and all sorts of things. But it really, it's not the same as actually painting someone's house in jelly and chocolate, is it? No, it isn't. And they were going to phone me later to show the eating of the cake and I passed on that one. <laughs> I'm jealous. Oh, well, we have plenty of desserts here, plenty of awesome desserts, but I thought that might just be a bit hard. I'll just leave them to tell me how the cake went. Plenty of awesome desserts, but not a single banana-based flambe to be found. Oh, no, the bananas yesterday came as a dessert for lunch. They were coated in a beautiful caramelised sauce with a scoop of ice cream. So I, did hey, get you want, I, I tell you what, I'm... It's been a, a pretty tough semester for me. I think I might go a, a little strange and check in. I probably. I don't think the beard it. is. You're not going to get past the door with the beard. What? What are you talking about? This is not the time or the place that I identify as a mad lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to cope with cases like you. <laughs> Very well. I, I nap a lot and I'm very biddable, particularly if they're giving me yummy food like that. And I can't have too many bananas in a day. The potassium sends my blood pressure out of this world. So, yeah. Oh, I have low blood pressure, so I can have all the salt and all the bananas that I want. Oh, wow. Imagine. Because salt is, you know, not only does it make everything taste great, it keeps your blood pressure up to the pace of modern day living. I just think it's a miracle drug, salt. I love salt. I got I got my husband to bring in my own salt because they only had salt in packets here for COVID reasons, and I, it it tasted like the paper. And I, I I I need good salt. So you needed the pink Himalayan. It and- is pink Himalayan. <laughs> Oh dear! And I thought Can I you was see middle. It on the shelf? No, I can't. But I thought I was middle class for having a pianola. <laughs> well, it, that was the easiest for my husband to find. I couldn't ask him to find the, you know, the pink Himalayan rock salt that was further back in the pantry. You just talked about pink Himalayan rock salt. You mad person! No wonder you're in there. <laughs> Yeah, so that they, was what, one of the entry questions. <laughs> are you bringing rock salt or pink Himalayan? <laughs> Can you identify either? I have some of that for the bath at home. Yeah, let's not talk about home. And the home's a long way away. Let's talk about colouring in. Yep. I, I brought a colouring book with me because I'm better at uh, straight lines than uh, curvy ones at the moment due to uh, balance issues with the hands. No, it's just your entirely conservative politics showing through. <laughs> I came up with a whole bunch of um, colouring books for a mate of mine who was making colouring books for adults, and I thought they were really, really good. She, on the other hand, wasn't quite so sure, but one of the, one of the ideas I, I had was that if you've only got a lead pencil in the house, you could have a colouring book of old-time headlines from black and white newspapers and all you had to do was just with your lead pencil, just, you know, shade it in in shades of black and grey. So it works for everyone. You learn a little bit of history and you haven't used up your colour pencils. Yeah, that's nice. And, uh, yeah, I would have brought in a soft grey lead to do things with, but I was told not to bring any art 
supplies because they have them here, which they do. And at the risk of making an existential joke, to be or not to be, <laughs> that is the pencil. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I will just show myself out. <laughs> yeah, so I did bring, I have got, actually, I have not only the pen, but also a, a retractable pencil that I did put two B leads into. Ah, a mechanical pencil. You are your grand... A mechanical, that's what I'm trying to say, yes. Yeah. My grandma, love... am I? <laughs> no, 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 I love a mechanical pencil. I, um, I'm very fond of the of the Marvel comic packs of mechanical pencils that you can get. They're good, they're cheap, and um, they work really well. And and they put to shame what Staitler want to charge you for a mechanical pencil that you will invariably drop down a manhole cover or something. I know I'm being oddly specific, um, and there's trauma attached to that. My, the, my pencil of choice has a rubber that actually works. It's like an oversized rubber. <laughs> Oh, look at you making mistakes. God, you've got a lot to work on. I, I, well, if I'm colouring in that news headline, I, I've got to get my shades gotta, of grey right. Yeah, got to stay within the lines there, Luna. When are you? When are we going to see you on the outside? Monday. <gasps> Monday, too far away, or do you kind of like it there? No, I, I'd like to go home, and I, I feel like I've I've learnt enough, and I have. I have steps forward, I, so I have everything from I have exercises to help me learn to balance better physically, and then, yeah, there's a whole lot of mental stuff that I've been taught as well. Yeah. You also were having a horror time coming off benzos, so you've had a real physical challenge as well, um, and that's the least fun of all. Yeah, uh, and the benzos are not going anywhere anytime soon because I have to stabilise in terms of the problems that I'm having, which are all around. Uh, and that's my problem with this facility, actually, is there isn't enough natural light. Uh, artificial light sets me off. It right. makes me, it gives me physical symptoms of anxiety. Do you know what sort of frequencies are the ones? So uh, good LEDs, good, or a fluoros particularly bad, or you know, have you sorted that out? No, I haven't. And I assume this place has the latest of whatever is meant to be the best or the cheapest. Yeah, you might necess mightn't necessarily want the cheapest, and that can go in your suggestion as you fill up your second pad of suggestions. Is that um, full spectrum? artificial lighting might be really important for people with um, particularly the sort of seasonal disorders. Yes. And they've identified because there's one, there are some group rooms that have no windows and there's one group room that has one window. The lights can't be dimmed. They're either on or off. And down the back of that room is dark without the lights. And I basically have to position myself so that I can, I am right near that window and I've had to leave the room after more than an hour because I, I become unwell in that room. Right. I, I was waiting for you to say actually that you put yourself on the equinox halfway between the, <laughs> the dark and the light and just going, hey, it's nighttime. Hey, it's daytime. Hey, it's nighttime. No, okay. I'm trying to, I'm always trying to get away from the artificial lights around here. Uh, yeah. I've got none in my room and it faces west. 
so I get the afternoon sun and the sunset. Yeah. Well, I would personally find that very tough because I'm hopeless around dusk and sunset. I hate that time of day. That's my worst time of day. That's actually where I don't know. It's when I become maudlin. And it was pre my trauma. Um, I've just always been that way. I have felt like it's an an ending. It's an existential sort of crisis. Uh, As soon as it goes full dark, I'm fine. I I just hate dusk. You know, people with dementia are prone to something called sundowners, which is, yeah, basically at dusk, they all behave. What did you say, love? Something something about... (laughs) Uh, it's been lovely talking to you, Stuart. You can't do imitations of this. That's wrong. <laughs> it's not an imitation, love. What are you talking? Oh, some someone's come and stolen all of my gladiola. Now they used to steal each other's dentures at the uh, oh. high care residential place I worked at briefly. <laughs> I love denture theft. Um, what, what, what would fix all of that is when they dredge the beaches, any old beach on the East coast of Australia, after a big swimming season, they get hundreds of pairs of dentures off the sand (laughs) between the flags. That's, that's disgusting. I did not know that. Yeah. It's hilarious. Maybe that's a New South Wales thing. I don't think that happens here in Victoria. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, don't get uppity, you, the little brother, again. <laughs> Look at you. Lockdown for three and a half years and you still got thousands of cases. Who gave them to us? Oh, well. Yeah, you try, try so hard to be like us. I'm always worried about what Sydney thinks. We don't care. I, I don't really understand the rules that are going on going forward, but, but yeah, I I've decided. I do. Do you? Oh, yeah. Essentially, all bets are off until they get to about 3,000 full beds and then everybody goes back into lockdown, I think is the short way of saying it. And then new, overseas people are going to start pouring into Sydney as well. Yeah, looking forward to that. I, I for one, welcome our Indian overlords. Oh, interesting. I don't know if you can hear, but they're obviously doing some work on the plumbing. <laughs> oh, that was plumbing, was it? I thought that that was just an alien coming through the ceiling. Hopefully, my to- if, you, if you see a big gush of water behind me, because that's the thing. So when someone else flushes a toilet, my toilet makes noise and goes up. The water level goes up and down. It really sounds like they haven't sorted out gravity and liquid in this place. Mm, and in the shower, they've decided, you know, so it's all open plan in there, for want of a better word. It's a bit European, like you've got your toilet, your sink and your shower all in a pretty small space. It's that you don't have the clingy shower curtain as you Mm. would. Mm. It is impossible not to completely soak your toilet when you have a shower. I hate that because I've been in places that have had that as space savers, but they don't think about the toilet paper. Yeah, the toilet paper seems to be okay. So they have, someone did did somehow put the right little rain cover in there for the toilet paper, but the whole toilet gets completely soaked. Yeah, there's, some, tried- there's something grotty about that, like a super soaked toilet seat. I can't put my finger on it. Like even though you know it's water, there's just something distinctly sort of male public toilet about having uh, a, a soaked toilet seat. Well, it has got a lid. Um, you need to put the lid down 
This might not be something you're familiar with. Well, again, too much pre-planning. I mean, my God, the 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 God, the, the strategies that it takes to get yourself wet and clean. Anyway, I've asked for a spare towel to to wipe down the toilet. Mm, see again, the suggestion book just filling up. Now, I also spent before I came here a night in emergency in a well-known private hospital and that was very interesting they are not at all set up or this one was not set up for mental health care and how did they lack in that they they only had people who were expert in physical or that they couldn't put you somewhere sensible or what both yeah if i was having a heart attack that it would have been a lot better yeah and they had to keep me in a room that actually was full of like oxygen bottles, giant <laughs> bottles of um, sanitizer. And, and they also didn't go through my luggage as well. So I had all my medication, like a month's supply of every single medication I had. Do you think that in- they were professional enough to have known that if you hadn't been brought on, brought in by police, for instance, or a crisis team, that you were of lower risk and you were voluntarily there? Or do you think that that they really dropped the ball there? I think they really didn't have the facilities. The psychiatric nurse who I spoke to on the phone there said, yeah, there was a failure of the mental health system in terms of the facilities that were available within that particular branch of private hospitals, there would be no bed for me for at least two weeks in a proper facility. Yes, so I was being told I would need to go home for a fortnight after spending a night in emergency in the area where all the bells and whistles were going off and lots of lights. And I was on a super skinny bed where I had to pivot around in order to turn over. Mm. And, yeah, I had a month's supply of drugs with me, Mm. many pencils. The system is broken, and I'm incredibly lucky to get in here. And this was really an afterthought of the psychiatric nurse there because she was trying to refer me within their corporation, if you like. Mm. I said to her, I thought there would be other choices, and it wasn't until the morning after that she came back to me and said, actually, there's a place 10 minutes from your home. <laughs> so she pointed out to me the, the other option was a place called Bedbroke here in Victoria. This is now a solution that there is, I believe it's a private company and you can basically you start pay. That, I'm, I'm sorry, Luna, can you start that sentence again? We had one of our rare breaks in the um, in the connection. So there is a place called, yeah. was, was it Bedbrokers? Bedbrokers. Yeah. In Victoria. And they basically have a handle on where there are beds. You pay them, as far as I understand, and they make all the phone calls, which is a lot of phone calls. You have to do a lot of phoning back and forth, even to the one's place to get in somewhere, and they do all of that for you. But but sorry, uh, 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 this isn't Airbnb. You're doing this in a mental health crisis, yeah? That's correct. The very idea of having to do that is amoral and crazy. The fact that that industry even exists shows how broken it is. If you need yes. any, 
if you need an intermediary and then you have to bargain with them to deal with your government about your health care is just crazy town. The other option that was provided to me in the middle of the night was to go to public health emergency. There was also the whole tinge of you could go there, but you won't actually be seen for another seven or eight hours because you'll be triaged in such a way that no one will see you. And because it will then be the middle of the night, you won't see a mental health professional until the next day, probably not till the next afternoon. Mm. And you'll be amongst COVID patients quite possibly Mm. in Mm. emergency. And I did consent to being taken to the public hospital and then they came back to me the doctor said he didn't think it was in my best interest so I had the psych nurse telling me one thing and the the emergency doctor telling me another which in my state in the middle of the night was very confusing horrible just the worst possible thing to have we we did a class this morning actually a group thing on your inner critic and how everyone has one and that it was developed basically as an evolutionary thing you know because you've got to be when you're a caveman you've got to be on the lookout for danger so you kind of taking that negative slant on things but then as we progressed it's not really necessary for that purpose but we still tend to have that critic going off asking us whether this the very, is really okay. The very fact that you and I are having this conversation is proof positive that our genes were very nervous, very self-critical, and have been since the dawn of multicellular organisms. You and I are the latest line of successful beasts to have made it through a very hostile world. And what that requires is a high level of critical and negative thinking to be aware of all the stuff that can go wrong. Yes, you're right. Unfortunately, now in the lap of luxury where food isn't a problem and we're not going to get a saber-toothed tiger in the back of the head, it just means that we're inventing our own problems to find because our brains have been selectively evolved to always be on the lookout for problems that's it and then we have people fighting over toilet paper yeah which is one of the most bizarre and ludicrous and yet explicable things that has happened recently but only in victoria and new south wales we were all very sensible and bought bidets because we're far more european (laughs) that's so not true I was thinking, I'm sure I saw on the news you guys, even after seeing us do it, you still went and did it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure I know the the shopping centre where the best footage was taken too. (laughs) I don't understand. If I was in New South Wales, I would have looked at Victoria and gone, I might just buy an extra carton just in case something goes down in New South Wales later on. See, there you go again as a classic Victorian going, Oh, I would have looked at Victoria. Um, New South Wales doesn't yeah, okay. care. We don't, <laughs> we don't look at you. Yeah, Victoria is so, so worried about what there's all that stuff when Victorians carry on about how particularly Sydney is behaving and oh, we're so much more classy. And Sydney's like, what? Who? Oh, those guys. Oh, are they talking again? Oh, whatevs. Well, okay, look overseas, even overseas. That, you that's where we look. See. 
fine. Well, then you still should have bought toilet paper on, no. on the example given by overseas. No. Although apparently it was different things that got panic bought in different countries. Yeah. But I think toilet paper was Anglo-Saxon kind of panic. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, again, not in France. Don't need to. And the, Ita- and the, and the Italian. Well, they do have V-Days. <laughs> That's my point. Thank you. And so I sang the other day. <laughs> You've gone really quiet. They they handed us a pack of song sheets. I thought you were going to say a pack some. of cigarettes. And that's more no, like it. <laughs> you are allowed. No one is smoking here, but you are allowed. You have to go outside, obviously. I don't know if you get to keep the pack or you have to ask for them one at a time. Nobody I, here is smoking. I would dead set take up smoking again just for something to do. But everyone's got their screens. Screens is the new smoking. Oh. Everyone's got their phone. They go outside with their phone and scroll Twitter or Facebook or whatever. It's not Twitter or Facebook. It's Tinder. You know it. <laughs> Hello, I'm bonkers. Well, go out with me. I'll do anything for a cigarette. I just thought I'd put a little plug in about the email address we've set up to listen to you. It's speak at vanator.com, S-P-E-A-K at V-A-N-I-T-A-W.com. We do want to hear from you. And that's why I've set up the email. (laughs) You can see to the outside world through a fence on the side. Uh, I passed some paperwork to my husband. <laughs> um, but I don't think you could have much of a relationship through that fence. We we touched fingers like E.T. in the oh movie. Oh, my God. This is so prison break. So are you, <laughs> are you, you know, lifting up the T-shirt and pushing the girls up against the... <laughs> I can't judge. It was finger to finger, Nick, just to clarify. <laughs> I think that's called docking. <laughs> I know if you've lost Fall it. off my stool. Yeah. Those Clark rubber stools aren't made like they used to. Hey. Uh, this is my meditation stool. Right. And this is probably your meditation period. I'm going to say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a great day. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands that Nick and I are recording from, the Awabakal and Bunurong people. I would like to acknowledge our planet, Earth, our home. People like myself in white affluent countries have made a huge mess of our home and every day I strive to do better. Last but not least, I would like to acknowledge you, our listener. Thank you for spending time with us. If you would like to contact us, please do. We have an email set up. It's speak at vanator.com. S-P-E-A-K at V-A-N-I-T-A-W dot com. Hope to hear from you soon.